0: <laughs> you know, I was yeah. just so shocked because I expected her to, you know, give me all the pats on the back and say, right. oh, it's yeah, tough childhood you had. And while those mm-hmm. contribute mm-hmm. at that stage mm-hmm. in my early adult life, she was pointing to me. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so while obviously God and I started this process a really long time ago, but he's still working on this mm-hmm. thing in me. In yeah. fact, in the last two weeks, the topic of pride, it just keeps coming up. It's been in the sermons I listen mm-hmm. to. It's in the book I'm reading. It's an issue that Father keeps working on mm-hmm. in me. Yeah. In Galatians 2.20, it tells us, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God loved me and gave himself for me the beginning of my life the beginning of living a life that truly counts and matters the life I now live starts with being crucified not literally crucified but putting to death my old way of living and thinking and so for me this is a death to the continual craving to be affirmed and to be approved of it's death to the old way, the the way of pride, and the approval that I'm craving from others is exactly the opposite of what I truly need. Approval from others is resuscitating the old me that needs to die. So, how does this old me die so that I can truly live? How do I get past this craving, this need of people's approval so that I can move on to living the life the abundant and full life that Jesus has promised me, promised us? I move on as I truly understand that I am madly, wildly, and unconditionally love. I love himself. Do you remember that verse in Mark twelve thirty one when Jesus says, The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's no greater commandment than these. This verse is a follow-up to the verse before it, the first command that Jesus spoke where he's answering the question of which command is most important. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. That's Mark twelve thirty. So I've been reading a super old book. And when I say super old, I'm not talking like C.S. Lewis old. I'm talking like 1666 old. Wow. And the words are taken from conversations with a monk who spent all his days working in a kitchen. Can we just say, poor man? I mean, <laughs> that's how I would see it. I oh cook, gosh, but you know, yes. it's not because I love yeah. to. It's because I love the man I'm cooking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just make that pretty yeah. clear uh, here. I'm real good friends with Lee Stouffer's microwave dinners. So we'll just go ahead and <laughs> say <you> that. <laughs> well, this month's name was Brother Lawrence. And the book is called The Practice of the Presence of God. Mm-hmm. So the book is written from a series of letters that Brother Lawrence wrote. And all the letters boil down to one topic. Brother Lawrence knowing God and loving God as he did a job it appears he wasn't particularly fond of, working in a kitchen every single day, all day. So in the first written conversation, Brother Lawrence notes that he joined a monastery to correct himself of all his faults. Hmm, Must have my personality type. <laughs> he assumed that living a life of continual sacrifice and the displeasure would bring him would fix him, as we would say. The author of the book, which is the fellow he was writing to, said that while the monk thought he would sacrifice his pleasures and fix his faults in the work of the monastery, God had displeasured.